0: The man, the myth, the legend, the beard, Jumbo Joe Thornton out of nowhere, although we've been waiting for this for a while now, has officially hung up his skates in a playing role. We'll go down memory lane about all his accolades and what he's to this organization right now on Teal Town Live. so uh good afternoon ladies and gentlemen saturday october 28th 2023 will go down as a day in infamy as jumbo joe thornton officially retires from the nhl welcome to teal town live if you want to be part of the show chat with us and fellow sharks fans all over the world in sharks territory you can hit us up on the youtube page or the app right now in our live chat and if you want to follow us on the social please do so on the social media handles below and of course find everything at tealtownusa.com of course if you want to support the pod you can also do that on venmo or the super chat at tealtownusa with that said good afternoon mr eric landy and
1: clippy yeah i mean i mean right now i i've got to pull out all the stops to be happy because i i was told that uh Landy, you know you you seem a little sad on your broadcast, so <laughs> Clippy, you're here to help
0: <laughs> well he's he's putting a little smile or they are putting a smile on their face that's that's for sure. uh it, it's not like we didn't see this coming uh, but uh you know, it is one to officially call it a career. Joe Thornton, uh, with the uh, you know, uh, drafted the same year as Patrick Marlowe, first overall in 1997, starts with Boston, then you know, after just a dramatic,
1: yeah, a dramatic trade to to come to the the San Jose Sharks. Man, what a night that was! At what a night that was against Dallas! I mean, I think we all remember, you know, the the interruption in the game. Yeah, when Drew comes on and says, you know, J- Jumbo's a shark, and he said this is immediately going to transform the franchise. And I think little did we know how much those words rang true. Um, truly, an honor to watch the Thornton era Sharks, and um, uh, you know, a player. Who, I, I, look i know we're, we're very sour right now with where the team is but we cannot let that cloud just how special a career jumbo had and just how good that we had it for so long you could pencil him in as your number one c for a, a practically a decade yeah and and how often are you able to do that with players? I think you can only really count those number of players on on one hand. So you know, I, I think eric, you're you're a little tongue tied for words. I think sometimes <laughs> I am too, with just how influential a career he's had, yeah, with just how much his career will resonate with the fan base for you know, generations and, um, you know, he'll, he'll get his number, um, put into the rafters. And I think that this now will start to, uh, you know, begin those conversations of officially Cash. doing that. Yeah. Um, and he'll come home, uh, a shark and he will, um, you know, be put up next to his best friend, you know, in the <laughs> locker room and, and arguably, um, you know, his, his, compadre, you know, his number two, his, you know, the, the guy that always rode shotgun with him Yeah, and, and the way in which those players, you know, it was like the uh, v- iron fist and velvet glove, you know, where, where, you know, Thornton was the power, the, the um, raw, I mean, and when he got upset, the emotion, the, the um, angry Joe, the angry Joe, but even the love of yeah. the sport and then you had you know the soft as far as demeanor um in Patrick Marlowe who was always business who was always a cool customer who who always seemed like you know he's the guy that kind of keeps it together while you know while the other players are having you know their their emotional fits you know he's the rock he's the anchor emotionally right. for for that for that group so it was just a beautiful combination to see and, um, again, they just really, really lucky to, to be able to witness a lot of great hockey with Joe Thornton and, yeah. you know, no matter what his playoff records, you know, shows, he was a special player. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he, he took a team, um, you know, multiple times to Western conference Final. He took a team, um, to a final and, and nearly, nearly out you know, a Sidney Crosby who was in, you know, peak Sidney Crosby. And, and Joe was, um, I, I wouldn't say like a shell of himself, but let's just say that was Joe, you know, maybe in the, the dwindling of his prime. Right. And, and, and so to do what they did, um, and, and to be so dominant for so long, um was just special. I mean he he elevated a a s- second line player we thought at best in Jonathan Chichu to a first line winger, a rocket Richard winner. Um you know, f- I mean for God's sake, he won a Hart trophy in the year he was traded. You know, yeah. there's not there's not many in the league that, that have done that. And and the accolades, you know, speak for themselves as far as what he's done in the um olympics and in the world juniors and um you know for team canada itself um and what he's doing for for the sharks now um you know we we, thank you eric for putting up the stats and and just got you know some real great um overall points there but you know first overall pick in 1997 you know holds um 1539 points 12th most in the nhl 100 uh, you know, 1,109 assists, seven most in NHL history, 1,714 regular season games, six most in NHL history, one first team all-star, three uh, team, uh, three times second team all-star, you know, 10 time apparent, uh, you know, 10 time NHL all-star appearances. Yeah, bud. yeah, bud. <laughs> you know, a heart trophy and art Ross trophy. So the the cabinet is full. And, um, I think not only that Eric, but I think what was very (laughs) special in the way in which he did it, he was always so inclusive of his, of his teammates, um, always had time for fans, um, you know, approachable kind of guy. Loved being in San Jose because, you know, we, we know how to respect our players. I mean, this this is a, this is a city in which, you know, houses some hall of famers and other sports and, you know, we know how to treat our players here in, in the Bay area. So when you think about it, just the way in which he's ingrained himself locally in the community, you know, how much he's done for the city of San Jose, you know, how much he's meant to sharks hockey, um, I don't really care, you know, what the Bostonites said. Um, I think we, we got a genuine um, Hall of Famer, in my opinion. And um, I think he'll be the first, you know, he'll, either him or, or Patty will be the first to enter in the NHL and it, uh, not, um, you know, in, in the Hall of Fame as a, as a Shark and, and, you know, majority playing their time as a Shark um, because, you know, I think he was just that prolific. And to not be on the century team was a snub.
0: Oh, big time.
1: And I think we all see that. And, yeah. um, you know, I think it's, it also, it, it's also, you know, it, it's unfortunate because he couldn't rejuvenate his narrative on the big, the big overall NHL media landscape because he played in San Jose, which is, I think, the... The shame of of it all, because it, it's just, you know, he's he's part of the reason why San Jose's, um, you know, impact in the community and in youth ice hockey is as high as it is. You know what I mean? There'll mm-hmm. be many, many years that Thornton jerseys will be in in the tank. We'll see them for many years.
0: Yeah, it's it's a legacy um, that you know. You mentioned with with Patrick Marlowe. I mean the the amount of of, of times there they've been forever linked and they've been close friends. You saw how emotional Jumbo was early in F- February at Marlowe's retirement ceremony. Uh, we would have to think that there is something coming up with. Uh, with Jumbo, I mean, I think you, you set a precedence for for Marlowe. Jumbo's got to be right there with you. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll go back to that day, November 30th, 2005. The Sharks were in the midst of a 10-game winless streak. Uh, I think they were 0-8-2. They were in Dallas. Uh, I, I remember this game vividly because the Sharks were getting ready to face the puck off. And then they go over to Ron Wilson and the, and the officials say, "Um, where you look like you're missing a, play, a few players. P- Randy and Drew were still trying to figure out what the heck was going on. They counted the players. They looked three players short. Then you see that N- Nico Dimitrakos and Jim Fahey come into the lineup 15 minutes before then. They were chatting with Dan Rusanowski up in the press box in Dallas. Uh, I remember that, you know, Wayne Primo, Brad Stewart, and Marco Sturm were in the lineup taking warmups, and then you hear Randy saying the the official scratches tonight. Wayne Primo, Marco Sturm, Brad Stewart, and and Drew said something's happening, something's happening, and by like you said, by the second intermission, the confirmation was coming down. And just think, just think, Landy, if Twitter and instagram and a lot of these social medias yes we had myspace back in the day but just think of how big this would have blown up <laughs> on the social media for that
1: and i mean how- this was this was this was a blockbuster you know as of the blockbuster video rental place you know what i mean like uh, of that era i mean right you know, it it was it was a different age, and and we got the to, to get the unprecedented trade over the air at the time of the game to actually sit there and listen and see it reverberate amongst the cast, uh, you know, the broadcast, and and then seeing the way in which the team responded following Joe, you know, Joe, um, coming to the team. Yeah. It was just night and day. And, and, you know, knowing what we know now, I wonder had the Sharks instead of flipped Sturm and put Demetracos in his place, how that would have... I wonder if if that would have gotten it done and would have... um, Oh, I see what you're saying. You know, and, and had stacked the Sharks up to be even more dominant right because i think we i think at that time dimitrakos was kind of on the you know we're we're keeping him and we're we've really got to um you know focus on developing this this kid and you know i think in in hindsight we all look at dimitrakos as one of those players who who didn't live up to his potential mm-hmm. um you know we saw flashes of it and we saw um you know him thrive at times and then he would just go silent for Right. You know, for games on end and had they kept the the gritty stern there in that position, I wonder how that would have should that set up the sharks future down the road. but yeah. you know it it it's as it's it's as interesting a question as what if Jumbo would have swapped for Longo the day before, you know in in Florida right and <laughs> and the the trade that could have been there. Um, It was just so kind of serendipitous the way the Sharks fell into that trade and and, and the way in which it rejuvenated the franchise. And and, and I think the franchise had had gained respect because of what Patty had done and how far he had taken the team. But I think there was always this underlying expectation that the Sharks just didn't have enough. And then as soon as Joe was added, it was, okay, how can they surround him the best? What is, you know, what... What is the way in which he's going to propel this team to the next level? And they they were so close. Oh boy! In in 2010, I mean, I I I still feel that the um that the sweep was not indicative of of the way in which the team was playing. I mean, they just did not have an answer for Befuglin. (laughs) Oh god! Befuglin, Keith Seabrook,
0: Kane Taves, et cetera. There. Uh, Then of course the the 2011 when they you know. Where they almost gets reverse swept, but he had that series winning goal in overtime with the jumbo slide in L.A., uh, feeding Patrick Marlowe in 2010 for that overtime game oh, winner.
1: Yeah, uh, I, uh, the, the 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 Detroit battles. I mean, you know, the game sevens against Detroit, and that, you know, like you, it's. I, I mean, I, I you know what I think. What's what's very understated here, Eric. I think that being reverse swept by the Kings, that was such a kick in the balls for us as a franchise uh, 2014, 15, 13, 14. Thank you. 13, 14. Mm -hmm. And, and that, that could have broken the franchise and could have put it in a tailspin. But what, what ends up happening is he ends up leading the team all the way back to a Stanley cup final and gets them one game to winning it two and well, no i mean one game one game to getting a game 7 and then oh, you know oh oh
0: gotcha gotcha my bad and, my
1: bad <laughs> but how far they got and how much he overcame uh earlier in his career and and just the amount of pressure that was put upon him to deliver as far as he did i mean i think at times it, us as a fan base were too hard on him um but I, I, I just, it shows the kind of character, the kind of quality of a player he is, the the way in which he, he took so many, so many misfit type players under his wing. And he made like TJ Garliardi look like a first line winger. You know what I mean? He, he made, you know, James Shepard, you know, Nils Ekman, Nils Ekman, um, I mean it just it continually I mean Shepard and fostered a young Hurdle. I mean Hurdle could not have gotten his four goal game without you know without Jumbo there. Right. And and not only that, but when when the the heat is placed on this little kid who's just done an amazing feat and now you got fucking Hall of Famers pissing all over that, Jumbo steps up. And 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 not only that he 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 puts the deflection on him and he makes an inane comment so that he (laughs) <laughs> we'll take the heat for a player. And we all know the comment and we all know the gif and, um, you know, it was beautiful. You know, it was a yeah. beautiful moment and it was a way in which you, you really saw this player gave everything for that crest on the front. And yep. that player looked at his teammates as his family and has so much love for this community, a place in which he was not born, You know, we have love for this community because we're from here. But to be a transplant, to be a, you know, a 22-year-old kid or 23-year-old kid getting traded here, and to put down his roots here, to come back here, to build what he's built here, it's just—I don't think that there's anything more you could have asked for from him. And anybody who claims that he needed to do more, or needed to be harder, or needed, or lacked competitive edge, or whatever, are just completely full of shit. You know, sometimes the puck goes your way, and sometimes it doesn't. And and this game is random. And an injury here, uh, a puck placed there, and he's a he's a, a, a cup winner. You know, he could be a multiple cup winner.
0: Yeah, uh, I mean, you 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 look at it. We've had this conversation in in our group chat. In Discord, among other places, as to what year could it was the year you could look at 06 where you know where the five, six, seven, and eight seeds are the ones left going into round two. You can look at 2009 where they were the president's trophy winner, you look in 2010 and 11 where they bulked up with Danny Heatley in there. You can look at 2016, where everything seemed like it was going their way until they ran into the Pittsburgh Penguins. And then you can even look at 2019, where where that was probably the most talented uh, group Shark and franchise assembled.
1: ever. Yep, you ever. Know, it was Golden State Warriors-esque.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, so to bring everybody up to speed, if you haven't heard uh, in the last hour or so, Jumbo Joe Thornton, Uh, made an announcement via the Sharks' Twitter that he's officially retired. If you haven't seen it, we'll play it for you right now.
1: Hey. Judging how many people keep asking me, I guess I have to tell you I'm officially retiring from the NHL. thought you guys would have figured it out sooner, but you kept asking. So here I am, retiring. I have so much love for the game of hockey and for countless number of people. That helped this kid's dream become a reality. And if you're looking for me, you know where to find me. I'll be at the rink. Peace and love.
0: I mean, he does it in such the typical Joe Thornton way. I mean, shirtless, of course, but with all the good vibes, you know, just rubbing off. I mean, both of us are smiling, even though the Sharks are oh seven and one, and and we're we were hoping like, Jumbo, if you're watching, um. You, you, you ready to uh, make that comeback for one more year?
1: <laughs> oh, please. No, you know what, dude? Just enjoy retirement and, yeah. and just... You know, honestly, I think that that's a great segue, Eric, into into a, a few thoughts here at the beginning of the season um, and, and just what we've seen, um, you know, from the team now. Because, you know, Joe is officially retired. And then I think the next press announcement that's probably going to happen is Joe's added to the San Jose Sharks staff as development coach XYZ. And then from there, you know, it will be, you know, Joe Thornton, um, you know, Banner, is going to be this night and you know so on and so forth right right so the next chapter of his career has already kind of been put forth into motion um you know he's in a environment where he's with his longtime cohort um patrick Marlowe, um and also with another familiar face in in Greerzy, who was his you know one of his third line um you know checkers for him and and a guy who he went to battle with numerous times mm-hmm. um so uh, an environment Oh, Danny Boyle I mean Danny Boyle is around so there there is no shortage of of familiar faces that are help help being foster the next generation the question I have and I think the question that I've posed often in the chat is we know the character in which the, the players are and, and and we know the caliber of these players. Is it concerning that there's not a Cup winner overall leading the the staff like it like a like somebody you know have Gruszynski be the general manager but have uh, you know uh, a senior vice president of hockey operations who who might have won a a Cup at one time like a Brian Burke or or. um you know somebody in the community which can help you know shepherd um these these players because these players have been to the cup final they know what it takes to get there but to have actually won it and to actually have architected a team to to getting there and knowing what the mix is that's i wonder if that's the next piece in which hasso needs to address um and so that's just a, a question that i've had posed in in our chats that's a question in which I look at the the team right now, and I feel as if there's there still needs to be an overall um, philosophy, organizationally wise. Um, I, I think Greer is doing a good job in, in amassing the types of players that you want to have, and and doing you know some Yeoman's work trying to restock the cupboard. Um, but but I do have some question marks. You know, Timmy Burke has been in this industry a long time and has done well i mean hit some home runs and 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 you did intel on jumbo and patty when the sharks you know (laughs) you know drafted them but i wonder if the game has changed too much to a point in which he, he can't adapt to the new style uh, of which we're we're seeing, you know, a, a massive creativity, a glut of good skating. And and that's one area in which the Sharks have always said we can train up kids to skate. You know, skating is not a problem. We can cheat, teach that. Maybe it's something that the team needs to start prioritizing as an organizational, you know, ask for at the draft table instead of just trying to rely upon their staff to train skaters. Look, Patrick Mar- was one of the most efficient haters you know in in the league i think he's he's a great tutor um jumbo got to a to b i don't know if it was the prettiest thing in the world but he did it um but you look at the types of players in which are excelling in this league right now a leon dry or connor mcdavid or um you know the 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 cont- you know you look down the list of of um, You know even in the east it, You look at the teams that are Excelling right now it's, it's a lot Of um, A lot of skill type Play it's less Less about physicality And more about picking The spots in which to be physical You know it's very selective hitting um, And I Wonder if the organization needs to Have a more unified uh, Adopted strategy Because I think they've identified the types Of players that they want But as I'm watching this season Unfold, I'm still not Seeing a general Direction As far as a, a style Of play, it still seems Like a lot of scattered Play to me, it does not seem cohesive It still seems like there are are players that are not necessarily conforming to the system. Mm -hmm. And then not to mention where the the Sharks are at insofar as the talent acquisition cycle. I think that does a lot, too. A lot to break down there.
0: there. Is there an evolution in the game? Yes, absolutely there is. I think we've seen that... I think all the way back to where, you know, fighting has slowly, slowly gone away and you've de- definitely had more finesse play, but also being smart uh, as well. Uh, in, in a way, Jumbo was kind of like that a bit, you know, he could fight if he wanted to. And, and I, I look at Zippy's comment here. My favorite Jumbo highlight was seeing him drop the gloves, the face off uh i think it uh I, th- I don't know if it was Corey perry but i thought it was uh gets laugh yes no game it was six. it was get, yeah it Beginning was game, game six, six
1: and i think i remember uh, even randy and drew were commenting on it that um you know <laughs> or no, maybe it wasn't randy and drew because it was the playoffs but um well, no, it was in the quarters, so it might have been. Might have been. Um, either I remember the broadcast uh, remarking that each of the the head coaches must be biting their fingernails right now, <laughs> not wanting their their uh, you know their superstar center to hit heads to hit the ice. <laughs> um, but you know, I remember him him going up against Jamie Ben. I mean, him yeah. you know pestering Sid Crosby, Steve Ott, um, you know, Steve Ott. Uh, oh, that that picture Ott.
0: that picture uh, of. Of Steve Ott getting, you know that that whole thing with him that that was great, but then he also had that finesse,
1: you know that behind the back
0: uh, pass from to 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 Patrick Marlowe. I think it was actually Dallas too, for that matter. That was insane. So you, it was that combination, and I think yeah, you need to have bits and pieces of that in in today's NHL.
1: Yeah. Um. What about his little antics with uh, the Sedines. Oh yeah.
0: Oh, there's something on your
1: nose. Oh yeah. 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 Just you know, give him a little stinky glove. You know. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No. There. There have been plenty of memories. And hey, if you aren't watching us now, leave us a comment down below. Your favorite Joe Thornton memory? Uh, Obviously, I also remember. I think it was that 2011 series against LA where he's blowing kisses to sharks fans after uh he gets a goal <laughs> that was that that's something too uh uh, and, uh yeah it's just the espn uh piece with him and Burnsy naked in his uh, looking over the silicon valley with the, with the with the beard extensions with the hockey stick yeah, yeah exactly but uh, yeah that <laughs> there there have been certainly special memories and uh for jumbo if you're watching I'll steal this from brody uh thank you for everything you've done thank you for saving the the franchise in a way you know uh we don't know where that where this team would have been if if they went down downhill in that first part of november of 2005 uh what was it zippy you mentioned that didn't joe hit the crossbar in his first shift as a shark yeah in buffalo two nights after the trade you know his first shift and then he went on like a like a five six game streak where he had two assists a game and and onward to that art
1: ross trophy so yeah no i mean you know and and again my message is thank you for being such a wonderful part of our community thank you for making san jose your adopted home um you know for for giving everything that you had to this team and to the organization. And, you know, we we appreciate you and, you know, we we are you are beloved as much as, you know, the Joes and Steves and Jerry's and oh, yeah. Tim's and, you know, of 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 Bay Area sports. You're yep. you're that you're that special to us, and you know you you always will have a home here, and you know this is an area in which you'll never probably have to buy a drink, you know, out <laughs> in public again, yeah, uh, especially if you don't in want San Jose. To. Yeah, exactly.
0: So, uh, I I think that kind of sums it up, my friend. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. I, I I think so. I mean, it's it's uh, you know I know we're mired in what we are right now, but. It's a little bright spot in the season, um, especially to to remember a great player, um, and to honor a great player, yeah. uh, and then also that his legacy is now part, uh, you know, of his future insofar as being a part of the team, shaping it for the next generation, and you know, hoping we can, you know, we can see some development and growth in the team, and that his fingerprints, um, you know, helping the team get out of the funk it's in, you know, we'll be all over it. So that's that's my hope for him and for his future and um, you know, uh have have I, I hope he has a blessed life. You know, all the best to the family. He's got a beautiful family and, you know, um awesome, you know, awesome person. So I you know, again, I just I hope for the best for him and, you know, from all of us, I we really appreciate all of the great memories. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely, Jumbo. We love you, man. Uh, In case you missed anything, you want to watch this again, check us out on Teal Town USA or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, Or, of course, you can like, smash that subscribe button and hit the notification bell for when breaking news like this comes on. Uh, So, Landy, thanks for jumping on. I know this is kind of last minute, uh, but to reiterate once again, news we kind of been expecting for a bit. Joe Thornton has officially announced his retirement uh, from the NHL. Uh, we will officially find out some sort of the official capacity that Jumbo, let's be honest, has kind of already been for, <laughs> for over a year now uh, fairly soon. And hopefully uh, we'll be hearing a, uh info on retirement ceremony for for one of, if not the greatest shark of all time. So uh, we can have a debate about that another time. <laughs> but for now, Jumbo, thanks, bud. Appreciate bud yeah for the boys but yeah for but. the boys always for the boys <laughs> <laughs> thanks for watching and all the best and we'll see you on sunday following sharks and caps and for the technologists. have a great one